This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. This is Q&A. Send us your question on 084 أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم رب شرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل الأقدة من لساني يفقه قولي السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته We welcome the listeners of Sirius FM Al Ansar International and Marcus Sahaba the voice of the Ahlul Sunnah wal Jamaa to another edition of the Q&A on this day, the 16th of Rajab, 1445, corresponding with the 28th of January, 2024, kindly and generously brought to you by the Capital Group with our esteemed Amir and resident Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein Hafizahullah, whom we have online at the moment. Now, if you have a question for our local listeners, the number is 084-786-3132. Now, before we proceed with our Q&A, the following uh, uh, are the current Islamic economic indicators. Zakah is 8,700 rands. Mahar Fatimi, 23,000 rands. Minimum mahar in the Hanafi madhab is 500 rand. Minimum mahar in the Maliki madhab is 175 rands. And the Shafi'is and the Hanbalis have no minimum mahar. For those who wish for any future communication or further communication with Mufti Saab, the email address is akhussein, H-O-O-S-E-N, at gmail.com. Those who would li- like to listen to past Q&As, Nasiha, and other talks of uh, Mufti Saab, the website is akhussein.net. Again, it is H-O-O-S-E-N. And the Twitter account is at akhussein. Mufti Saab, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalamualaikum warahmatullah to sustain nourisher and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Before I respond to that query, I'm here looking at the Harits, and these are the headlines. Israel-Hamas War Day 113, following ICJ ruling, that Israel to forbid protesters to block Gaza aid trucks. So now they want to play like a good man, but they don't tell the world that last night and this morning they murdered and martyred over 170 Palestinians already just in the past 24 hours. And then New York Times reports negotiators near agreement to hold fighting in Gaza for two months and release of over 100 Israelis. Obviously, that will not happen unless they release more than 1,000 Palestinians as well. Police officer recorded beating female protester at hostage demonstrations in Jerusalem. Last night, there were thousands and thousands of, of Israelis, thousands and thousands of Israelis marching, protesting, rallying there in Tel Aviv and there in Jerusalem and around the house of Bibi Netanyahu and elections now, elections now. So remember, there is great chaos there and uncertainty. And that's exactly what all Allah taught us in the Noble Quran. Always go and refer to chapter 59, verse 14. 
تَحْسَبُهُمْ جَمِيعًا that you think they are united وَقُلُوبُهُمْ شَتَّى but their hearts are totally fragmented disunited ذَلِكَ بِأَنَّهُمْ قَوْمٌ لَا يَعْقِلُونَ there are people the jutlas the haramis who got no brains and no intelligence and all Allah states لَيَبْعَثَنَّ عَلَيْهِمْ إِلَى يَوْمِ الْقِيَامَةِ مَنْ يَسُومُهُمْ سُوَ الْعَذَابِ chapter 7 Allah will continuously punish them till the day of justice with the worst, worst punishment. Look at this now. One side, for 75 years, you must remember the apartheid continues and remember the hypocrisy and double law carries on. What we mean by double law? One law for the Jutlas and the Israelis and Jews and one for the Palestinians. So now the United Nations relief is continuing for 75 years for Palestinians. Now these Israelis said in the 7th October attack against the Jutlas and Jews so the United Nations some of their members were involved so nine countries now have pulled out and paused and said we will not give any assistance because Israel said so. So look at that, United Nations Relief, what they say, the Commissioner General. It's shocking to see suspension or suspension of funds or to agency threatens humanitarian work in Gaza. So imagine that they made all these crazy, crazy claims. So these are Jutlas, remember that. A cursed nation, Allah has cursed them in various places. And even when they speak, they speak with a forked tongue, and Quran has spoken about all this year already and yesterday was their holocaust day so protesters invoke holocaust in rallies for the release of israelis held in gaza so you must remember that you won't get no release unless there is a permanent ceasefire and republicans are looking at netanyahu for how to combat biden's post-war plans so biden and them want him out netanyahu and these other haramis maybe use him so anyway it's already settled that he netanyahu will have to go to jail and remember and that is why he wants to avoid and avert that and prolong this war Israeli settlers found a new way to hurt Palestinian shepherds, bankrupting them. What bankrupting them? Terrorizing them and stealing their homes, stealing their herds of cattle and what have you. So that is the Jutla. Therefore, we say you must remember that one settler, one bullet will settle the issue. You know that there was a judgment on Friday and then the defiant ICJ judge. So there was a female and justice, you understand, or well, let's call her lady, you understand, Julia, from Uganda. Everything South African proposed, she opposed that, and the Ugandan government has disowned her and distanced herself from her and said she's a disgrace, you must remember, which we agree with. So I wonder how much the Jutlas paid her, you know. We need to have a forensic audit and see somebody and somebody has given some money there. I mean, we can't be so naive and so simple. So she says, no, that this Gaza war is political and there's no place in world court. So remember that total sellout, hopeless, useless, and so forth. So that is what is breaking now on the, you must remember, on this frontier. In the Anders uh, Haaretz, in diplomatic show of force, Arab nations may end Gaza war, Lebanon hostilities. So you see CC and you see King Abdullah and all of them, all hopeless characters, you must remember, all bootlicking the Israelis and Americans. Look at the American proposal. They think they can bully everybody, you know. There'll only be a Palestinian state if the PLO, that is Mahmoud Abbas and them Abu Mazin, thus engages from Hamas, meaning Hamas must not feature. Who the hell are you to tell us who we must choose? Didn't you say democracy? Didn't you say human rights? So now you want that there must be a Palestinian state or there must be a Palestinian little bit, you know, autonomy and they must be subservient to you and so forth and so on. So Q&A on hostage releases process. Sinwar is happy to die to free prisoners. You see that? So to 
free prisoners. We got 8,000, 7,000 Palestinian prisoners there in jail. And Yahya Sinwar who's running all the operations underground in the tunnels. And that is what is making them mad. You understand? They can't find him after 113 days. So remember, he said, I'm prepared to give my life. But remember that we will never forget our people. They all must be released and so forth and so on. And remember Khan Yunus, Khan Yunus, you reading, you Muslim students and ulama, and that we need to do some serious reading regarding these issues, you know. When the Mamalika in English, you say that the Mamluks were in charge and in running the government day in Egypt and so forth, so they were in charge of Gaza, Gaza, Egypt, all nearby. So there there was a governor and his name was Yunus Khan. And Yunus Khan said, we will not allow invaders here. So that's why they named that area Khan Yunus. And see, today also they're murdering babies, children, women, innocent people. These are the Jut Haramis, guilty of war crimes, genocide, ethnic cleansing, and crimes against humanity, the scum of the earth, and you can quote me anywhere in the world. Remember, we're not interested in this verdict, that verdict. Our verdicts according to Quran Sharif, according to Sunnah Mubarakah, according to the teaching, preaching of Islam, the worst of the worst people. Allah Jalla Wala states in the Noble Quran, chapter 5, verse number 6, the only nation who Almighty Allah made so many of them chapter 5 verse number 60 Allah Ta'ala transformed them and a complete metamorphosis took place they became monkeys and swines these are the Jutlas the Jews therefore you must remember they come from dead is Haramis and you must remember chapter 62 verse 5 if you look at their rabbis and their scholars how crooked they are Allah Jalla Wala teaches us they are not carrying the Torah they are carrying encyclopedias and fooling the people because they know masses are asses so chapter 62 verse 5 and they just like donkeys so that is the whole news that you need to understand inshallah in the morning tomorrow quarter past 4 20 past 4 say 20 past 4 we'll start inshallah but Moana Salim Karim Hafidahullah and our Junaid Mota and Riyaz Mota. So inshallah Aziz and give you the fresh, fresh news, views and interviews tomorrow morning. Inshallah Aziz. Moana Khalid Yaqub, Barakallahu Fikum. Your first question was regarding Rajab. We should know that the Quran Sharif teaches us in chapter 9, verse 36. That they are twelve lunar months. That isna ashara shahran fi kitabillah. From these twelve lunar months, minha arba tunhurum for a sacred month. So any ibadat we do, we give out one rand in charity. We read two rakat salat extra. We read one surah yasin or any surah chapter of the noble Quran. That reward will be multiplied many times. And similarly, some ulama say when we commit vices and sins. During these four months, which are the four months, the hadith in Bukhari Sharif, Salatun Mutawaliyat, three consecutive months, Ul-Qaada, Zul-Hijjah, and Muharram, were Rajab, and the month of Rajab. So there are no two opinions on this issue. These are the four sacred months, the holy months. So if we do good deeds, it will be multiplied, and we do vices, also will be multiplied. If a person swears outside the masjid and mosque, and a person swears the same words inside the mosque, what you will say? Obviously, it's worse. So similarly, we need to do the maximum we can during this month of Rajab. And these are two simple du'as. Read now with me. Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab. Allahumma barik lana fi rajaba wa sha'aban. According to muhaqqikin ulama, the ulama who go deep into research, our Hazrat Mufti Rizal Haqsab, Hafidahullah, this morning we had a wonderful program in Crosby, Mu'az bin Jabal. We went with Hazrat, came back with Hazrat. And tomorrow we'll speak about it. This week was very good, mashallah. We were in Benoni on Friday and in evening also a program. Today in Crosby, you understand, 
Mu'az bin Jabal. Wednesday night, Hazrat told me I must teach the students, the final year students there at Dalum Zakaria. So, mashallah, wonderful. So, all hadha min fadli rabbi, hadha rahmatu min rabbi. It's not we, we non-entities, we are sinners. This is only the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah, Jalla wa'ala. So, read the dua. Allahumma barik lana fi rajabah. So Hazrat Mufti Sahib says that Rajab should be read Rajabah. Then the translation will be, Ya Allah grant us barakah blessing during this month of Rajab. Some ulama say fi Rajabin. So it means any Rajab, this Rajab, next Rajab, whenever. It's not something we must make tissues and issues. So both we will say is permissible, but which is better. I heard Sheikh Sudeis also reciting this dua. And he, whether we like him or we dislike him, so I disagree with his policies on politics and all that on most issues nowadays but remember we have to give him due that is a master a linguist par excellence of the Arabic language he also read it Allahumma barik lana fi rajab wa shaban wa balighna ramadan so anyway so read that dua ya Allah grant us barakah blessing during these months of rajab and shaban wa balighna ramadan and spare us for the month of ramadan Oh, beloved Allah, the hadith in Mishkat Sharif. Samalali Ubada bin Swamit radiallahu an, who is buried right next to Majid al-Aqsa in Maqbaratul Rahma, the graveyard and cemetery of mercy. So he is buried there. His honorable wife, Ummi Haram radiallahu anha, is buried there in Cyprus. So nevertheless, we find that he states that Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught us this dua, hadith in Kanzul Ummal, Hazrat Mohana Yusuf sahab rahimahullah of the Tablik Jamaat son has mentioned this dua in Hayatu Sahaba also. So read it. Allahumma salimna li Ramadan. Oh, beloved Allah, that you protect us for the month of Ramadan. وَسَلِّمْ رَمَضَانَ لَنَا And Ya Allah, you protect Ramadan for us. There will not be any unnecessary controversy and so forth and so on. وَسَلِّمْهُ لَنَا مُتَقَبَّلًا And Ya Allah, you protect us. Our speech, our deeds, our actions, that you accept it in your divine court, O Almighty Allah. Hadith in Kanzul Ummal, and you will find it in Hayatu Sahaba of Hazrat Mawana Yusuf Sahib, Nawarallahu Marqadahu. Remember any action we do now in this last two weeks of Rajab, so it must be in accordance with the Sunnah of Nabi Salam. Take fasting, so Monday, Thursday, Sunnah, 13, 14, 15, Sunnah, so that is finished already. So today, 16, so just now before Zohar, somebody contacted us and said they're fasting today. So fine, you can say that you're fasting today, we've got no problem with that, but remember to say you are fasting on the 16th, you must remember of Rajab or of Shawwal or whatever month it is. It is not a Sunnah. We must be very clear of that. It is permissible but not Sunnah. Sunnah is only 13, 14, 15. So many things we must draw a distinction. What is the Sunnah and what is your own deeds and your own actions. So we will say 16 is permissible but remember it will never be equivalent to the Sunnah and Nabawiyah, the action of the Master Habibuna Rasul chapter 3 verse 31 O people, O Ummah if you really love all then follow me Mustafa Habibuna Rasulullah immaculately then you become the beloved of all and all will forgive you your sins. So that is what we should do and make special dua. You see what's unfolding in Gaza, in Adwafatul Gharbiya, in the West Bank and the whole of Palestine. Learn this dua mentioned in Bukhari Sharif. They were a group of people, a tribe, and they harmed the Muslims. They were called Mudwar. He Habibuna Mustafa Rahmatulil Alameen Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam made dua against them. Allahumma jdud wa ta'ataka ala mudar. So now you just change the last words. Read with me. I'll read it thrice. So you must by heart it, memorize it. 
You punish the jutlas, the haramis more and more, ya Allah. Allahumma shdud wat ataka ala al-yahudi zalimin On the Jews who are the oppressors, the transgressors, the murderers and the war criminals. Allahumma shdud wat ataka ala al-yahudi zalimin So to learn this one line can be so difficult now. So again, so by heart it now. Allahumma shdud Teach your masum innocent children and they also must read. So in that way Allah Jalla will accept the Vadwas and dismantle this apartheid terrorist Nazi regime of Israel. And inshallah that will happen very soon in our lifetime. So through his mercy, grace and benevolence, inshallah. If I oversleep and miss my suhoor, can I still keep my qadha fast? Remember, O Ummah, that's an excellent question, that what should we do now? Majority of us have some qadha fast of last year Ramadan, five years ago, 10, 20, 30, 40 years ago. So instead of keeping nafil fast, voluntary fast, or sunnah fast, Mondays and Thursdays, we must focus and we must give preference to the qadha fast. Remember that, for example, tomorrow, Monday, you want to keep sunnah fast. Very good. But if you got qadha, then leave out all the sunnah fast. You must start keeping your qadha fast. Remember, Allah will not question you why you didn't fast on Monday or Thursday, the sunnah fast. But Allah will question me and you why you didn't keep the qadha fast, which you must of Ramadan. Why you didn't read your qadha salat, which you must, you overslept or whatever the case might be. Or you were traveling or you were lazy. Hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif, The first thing the people will be questioned on, on the day of justice, the day of judgment will be salat and their namaz and their prayer. So it shows that we need to have al-aham fal-aham. We need to prioritize. We need to know what is most important action to do. So those of us who are up to date from the time we became balir and mature till now, we kept all our fast. Alhamdulillah. Excellent, brother, sister. You fast tomorrow, sunnah fast. We will kiss your forehead. But remember that for the men now, not women now. So one guy met me now. I read Zohar Salat here in the Khanka. Then I just walking distance, but I went with the car. So anyway, he came out. He said, I want to ask a question. So I said, ask. But he saw that I wanted to go quickly. So he then asked and I answered him. So he said, Mufti Sab, I practice on kiss. So I realized that he's listening on the radio. He said, keep it short, keep it short and sweet, you see. So he said, see, I kept it short and sweet, kiss, you know. So remember, the men kiss the men and the women kiss the woman or shake the hand, mashallah. And you get people like us, you must remember that we don't even know how many qadha salat, how many qadha fast and all that we must and so forth. From the time we became balik, so try and keep as many as possible use your discretion and work on the maximum amount and then qadha salat qadha fasting so tomorrow you start but for qadha you must remember you must make intention at night you can't make intention after the fasting time has started for qadha fast so mallam yubayyiti siyam fala siyam lahu so all the muhaddisin scholars accept this hadith and it's sahih hadith if you never made intention at night then your fast is not valid so for qadha fast tomorrow I want to keep qadha so tonight after maghrib after isha so I wake up for suhoor sehri time so that is my intention already so then is valid but now you must fajr you woke up 9 o'clock 8 o'clock 10 o'clock and now you say qadha is not permissible so you must your suhoor your sehri your pre-dawn meal 3 o'clock 4 o'clock so in a case like that we should remember this that what we should do is you continue with the qadha fast and your qadha fast will be valid why because you made intention of suhoor 
you made intention of qada so yes it's valid even though you did not partake of the suhoor and your sihri and remember seeing that ramadan mubarak is new is very near so every day learn one one sunnah authentic hadith of Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ni'ma suhoorul mu'mini at-tamar we all know about dates iftar time but to have dates suhoor time sehari time is also a sunnah and nabawiyah so you my mothers my daughters the wives and all of you for your beloved husbands your sons your mothers parents siblings whoever so always keep the dates also there for suhoor sehari time and keep the dates for iftar time on both occasions it is sunnah but we practice on one and we neglect the other that's not right we must always give currency to the sunnah and nabawiyah the teaching preaching of the master salam, the hadith in mishkat sharif and in abu dawood what is the likely date for the commencement of ramadan this year According to the calendar, remember, they say 11th, 12th of March. So just work on the 11th and so forth. So now you want to perform Taraweeh already. From now, you should be knowing where you're going to perform Taraweeh. I was in Pinoni by my family members, Mona Zamir and his son, Hafiz Ibrahim and so forth. So I asked him, where are you going to perform Taraweeh? He said, no, I'm going there. I said, very good. So remember, all you who are youngsters who are Hafiz and so forth, from now already you should be preparing every day. Read one, two Jews and one, two Suparas and prepare properly where you're going to perform Taraweeh. Similarly, you must remember that you know you want to sit for Etikaf the last 10 days or Nafil Etikaf. So you must know where you are. So all preparations should start from now. And remember that Ramadan Mubarak means what does Ramadan mean? The only month that is mentioned explicitly in the Noble Quran, chapter 2, Surah Baqarah, verse 285, Shahru Ramadan, during this month of Ramadan, the Quran Sharif was revealed. Easy translation the commencement of the revelation began during the month of Ramadan. So that will be easy translation. So Allah Jalla is teaching us. Fasting is a duty, and the beauty of Ramadan is Tilawatul Quran. From now, already set your target. Today, I received the question or last night. The lady says that no, I'm only in 14 Jews, 15 Jews. So I read slowly, slowly. So then, when I won't finish Quran, but when Ramadan starts, then I'll start all over again. No, that's wrong. You must try and complete your Quran Sharif. Remember this from now till Ramadan and then Ramadan Mubarak starts then you start the new Quran and if you got 510 Jews and 510 Suparas left you continue with that and then you start all over again so the timetable we must make remember that use our leisure time in the pleasure of Allah so Ramadan means to burn and incinerate the sins we don't wait for Ramadan to burn our sins start now already Ya Allah, for your love and your pleasure, I am not going to commit these vices and sins, O Almighty Allah, O Almighty Allah, you are the one that you give me the tawfiq that I'm making this intention, you help me. For example, smoking. Smoking is not permissible. To buy and sell cigarettes is not permissible. It's a faulty, dirty habit Islamically. So you must remember that. Just abandon it now. How you manage during Ramadan for 12, 13, 15, 18 hours, depending which country and which continent you are in. So it shows that you have willpower. In Ramadan, we bring about the angelic qualities and we remove the satanic qualities. So start with the angelic qualities from now and remove the satanic qualities immediately. So that is already starting and living according to the Ramadan laws and so forth. So inshallah, when we gather momentum, so that will so make dua, the awliya, Ullah, the Sufis, the pious people six months before Ramadan, they 
تو بیگ آل میت اللہ جل اللہ یا اللہ ایک اور رمضان نصیب فرما یا اللہ give us another رمضان how the business world corporate world they know when it is they are business season I know my brother رحمہ اللہ احمد رشید so he had a shop and this was his busy time you must remember uniforms and so forth and so on so people have different seasons you must remember that so they have December some have January some have June July winter and what have you so you know that when you can make the maximum amount of profit P-R-O-F-I-T in minimum time for us during Ramadan is the time maximum profit P-R-O-F-I-T in minimum time so therefore we beg Allah and you non-Muslim should not think we stay away from eating drinking and all this husband wife relationship and it is some sort of punishment nay never ever it was and it is a manifestation of our love for Allah Ya Allah, we love our food. We love our drinks, drinks that are halal and permissible. We love our spouses, Ya Allah, but we love you more. And therefore, we are making this great sacrifice. Walladheena amanu ashaddu hubbal lillah. Those who possess the true iman, they intensely in love with all, Matthew Allah. It is a manifestation of our love, our respect for all, Matthew Allah, whose bounties and favors are ever recurring upon us and ever showering upon us so it is a wonderful wonderful season we will now inshallah go for a break and continue with the second segment after the break تو پیکر علم و صدق و صفا صدیق کی بیٹی صدیقہ تو اہل یا محبوب خدا صدیق کی بیٹی صدیقہ تو اہل یا محبوب خدا صدیق کی بیٹی صدیقہ تو پیکر علم و صدق و صفا صدیق کی بیٹی صدیقہ یہ میرا قلم یہ میری زبان کیا شان کریں گے تیری بیان یہ میرا قلم شان کریں گے تیری بیان قرآن ہے تیرا مد حسرا صدیق کی بیٹی صدیقہ قرآن ہے تیرا مد حسرا صدیق کی بیٹی صدیقہ تو اہلیہ محبوب this is Q&A. Send us your question on 084-786-3132. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Once again, we welcome the listeners of Sirius FM, Al-Ansar, and Markaz Sahaba, the voice of the Ahlus Sunnah wal Jama'ah, to this edition of the Q&A on this day, the 16th of Rajab, 1445, corresponding with the 28th of January 2024, kindly and generously brought to you by the Capital Group of Companies with our esteemed Amir and resident Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein, Hafizahullah. Now, for our local listeners, if you have a question, our number is 084-786-3132 and our international listeners, the number is plus 2784 7863132 Our next question Mufti Saab can you comment on the judgment that was issued by the international court regarding this case that South Africa uh, took up Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Three things before we respond to that. Number one is this. My brother Tobela just played that Siddiqah. So Siddiqi Beti. So when we started Marcus Sahaba, 
the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah with the grace, with the mercy, with the rahmah of Almighty Allah. It was the 26th of Rajab and it was a Thursday night. So you must remember that. So now we're coming to that. So it will be six years on in 10 days' time. We're still not six years Islamically. It was the 12th of April with the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah 2018. It's only the grace and the mercy of Almighty Allah. Hadha min fadli rabbi. So when it plays, then I always remember the day. I was there in Trichat. By my niece's place, Amona Ismail Osman, my sister's place. Allah Jalla Wala reward them. Allah Ta'ala grant them always mahabba and mashallah. Keep them always with siha and afia. And that Friday, Jumu'ah, we had our first Jumu'ah live in Carolina, courtesy Dr. Mahmoud Gina. There in Carolina, Allah reward him and his family as well. So remember these dates. We started six years ago, approximately now. Islamically, 26th of Rajab, six years ago. And Gregorian calendar, 12th of April, and it was 2018. So that is something you should remember. Yeah, I'm giving you news, live updates, high-level talks led by CIA chief Burns in France to end Israel's attack on Gaza. So remember that Israel also are getting a good threshing otherwise they will never want to end it you must remember that they won't give you all the news how many men and personnel they are you losing and so forth the United Nations of their relief so they say the fund cuts by the countries nine countries eight countries whatever it is by the West is collective punishment for Palestinians day 113 day 114 however you want to count it so you must remember that in a case like that we say that you must say that they never expected Hamas to last so long these Arab Tanpot dictators they can't even take on Israel for one week you must remember that and Hamas is not only taking them on is sending so many four, five, ten thousand of their people straight to Jahannam and hellfire Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen we're very happy about that if they just, if they knocked out thousand Jutlas on 7th October we say Alhamdulillah, we have no sympathy, empathy for the apartheid Nazi regime of Israel. Iran launches three satellites amid rising tensions with Western powers. See America, also getting a good thrashing, you must remember, and it's election year, so they don't want to jeopardize that as well. So U.S.-Iraq began formal talks on winding down U.S.-led military coalition. When are you going to pay Iraq for the murder of half a million children. You know Madeleine Albright, the Harami, the Jutli, and the Jewess dispatched straight to hell. She said it is well worth it to murder and kill half a million children. And you want to come teach us about human rights and about democracy and so forth. So your aim, you must understand the aim of America, Britain, and the West, and their, their puppets and so forth. And that is Israel must reign supreme and then the Arab regimes and Muslim countries must fall so you must remember so that is their whole agenda but now the things are not working out as they want because Hamas has put a spoke in their wheels and said we are prepared to die and you are not prepared to die so that is the big difference that we should understand here Jim Monana, what was your question again could Mufti Saab comment on the ruling of the International Court Okay, remember there was a ICJ and that is International Court of Justice. So a few weeks ago, South Africa went and remember our Foreign Minister of Foreign Affairs, Madam Naledi Pando, led the delegation, Minister of Justice and so forth. So our team of South Africa put on a wonderful show there, remember. According to all the experts who don't have jaundiced eyes and who are not prejudiced, they said what South Africa did was historic and I really love the letter that she penned. You must remember Minister Pando. She said South Africa is not a Muslim country. It's not an Arab country. It's not a rich country compared to them. But one thing we have is humanity. Today, we forgave everybody and said, give everybody a fair chance in our new South Africa. And that's why we are here. Otherwise, in the old South Africa, any Muslim country, you can never have a radio station like this. They lock you up in first 
person they lock up is me so you must remember that so that is the greatness of our beloved South Africa so you Israel with your policy of you treating the Palestinians for the past 75 years as third class fourth class citizens shoot to kill as Ben Gwed the Harami the super terrorists say first shoot and then you talk so you must remember that and you can just arrest any Palestinian detention without trial and so forth so all this must end you must remember that the injustice cannot continue you put them in a hellhole for 16 17 years the biggest open prison in the world in Gaza and a concentration camp and you want to continue and you say you are the most moral army when you are the biggest murderers and remember you say you are the only democracy whose democracy for Palestinians who you treat worse than animals some places so that is what South Africa did a historic thing and then there were two issues one is that the war must stop immediately ceasefire another one was genocide so the genocide case will take two years three years four years five years so yes a Friday was the judgment it didn't go 100% in favor of South Africa but it was a real indictment on Israel because the whole Palestinian issue was marginalized and now it is back on center stage and it's no more business as usual you cannot call the terms because you know Hamas is a force to be reckoned with and you know Hamas is defeating you every Jutla wants Bibi Netanyahu out immediately and they want elections immediately then he goes to jail you must remember that so that's what he and his right wingers and the settlers want to avoid and so forth because they're all culpable and complicit in this crime this war crimes and genocide and so forth and so on so yes we're not 100% happy with with the judgment of the ICJ but we say okay if we can't get the whole loaf of bread we'll take the half a loaf but the main thing is what the heart it said it's a warning to Israel already so remember that they know there are certain countries who are prepared to take them on even if they have America's backing and whoever else's backing we tell America and the West go to hell we've been through apartheid and we don't want no country to go to apartheid and Bishop Tutu said it very well I heard his own speech when he visited the rogue apartheid regime of Israel he said the apartheid we experience in South Africa compared to the apartheid there is a picnic in the park you must remember that so it means it's ten times hundred times worse the apartheid that is there in the land of Israel therefore we don't recognize Israel we call it occupied Palestine you must remember and liberated it will be you jutla you write it on your front or on your back I'm telling you now it will be liberated Inshallah, inshallah, in our lifetime. This morning I spoke, so I was wondering which ayah to read. Allah put in my head. See how beautiful the Quran Sharif is. The glory, the beauty, the style, the diction of the noble Quran. Chapter 17, verse 104. Fa'ida When the final and last promise of Allah comes, We will bring you the enemies of Muslims. We will bring you in group and groups so the American army is there the British army is there the French army is there the European army is there the Indian army is there the Peruvian can you believe Peru also are involved in this so they all you must remember busy we must dismantle Hamas but when Hamas fires then you find their diapers are finished Israeli diapers force you must remember that so Quran taught us a big lesson chapter 17 verse 104. Then Al Quran teaches us, look at the starting of the word, same. Chapter 17, verse 7. When the final promise of Allah comes, three things will happen. This is the muqaddamah. This is the introduction. Courtesy of Hamas. We thank Yahya Sinwar and salute him. We thank Muhammad Daif. We can't forget our leaders. Sheikh Ahmed Yasin, Nawwarallahu Barqadahu, Dr. Abdul Aziz Rantisi, Rahmatullah Alayh, and Sheikh Ismail, brother Ismail Haniya, Hafiz Ismail 
Hania. He, he says about his father. My father was Sheikh Sufiya, Sheikh Tariqa, and people used to come to our house. We used to have Zikr Bil Jahar. Then everybody used to make Zikr loudly. La ilaha illallah, la ilaha illallah, Muhammadur Rasulullah. That is Quwwat Imani. You need that Iman to take on these Haramis. So you must remember that. So they are teaching them a lesson. What is the lesson they teach in the Jutlas? Faida Jaawadul Akhira, chapter number 17, verse 7. Liasu'u they disfiguring their faces. Have the Israeli army ran away? وَلِيَدْخُلُوا الْمَسْجِدَ كَمَا دَخَلُوهُ أَوَّلَ مَرَّةِ Ben and Smotrich, the Haramis, war criminals, super-terrorists, are telling the Mustawtineen, the settlers, to go more and more into Aqsa al-Mubarak. Hamas is telling them, this is Khattul Ahmar, this is our red line. The more you come, the more you're motivating us to take you out. So they are disfiguring their faces of the Jutlas and Haramis. And they, the Muslim army will enter Majid al-Aqsa as they entered the first time and that is via jihad. Today you go to Aqsa, the Israeli police army are there. They will tell you whether you can go in or you can't go in. So it is a day I remember whatever they feel like and doing and so forth. So their dictatorship works there. And their arrogance and pride, if you understood the Balagha, the rhetoric of the Quran, Mulana Khalid, you're a master also in Arabic. So Allah says that Allah will crush and Allah will decimate and destroy all their pride and arrogance with Uncle Sam or without Uncle Sam. So these three things have started now. This is just the starting Jutlas. Better run. Go take out your second passport and pack up and get out from there. So we're coming to take all your houses and everything if you're not too careful. So therefore Gideon Levy says everyone is a settler and the settlers are not human beings. They're subhuman. Go read the speeches and the lectures of he is of Gideon Levy and see what he says about your own people there so he is one journalist that I like his articles and we read the Haritz every day I told one youngster there in the masjid he said I want to read more I told him Haritz he said what first time in his life he heard the word Haritz so H-A-A-R-E-T-Z go read the Haritz in Jutlas but a left wing newspaper sometimes they're very critical of their government as well so read it you will get much more insight inshallah son my son is 14 years old he completed hips last year and is not balik can he perform tarawi with his father at home remember make dua is still almost one and a half month maybe inshallah he experienced some dream or something map of malawi and so forth anytime now he should be getting balik you say he's 14 years old so what you mean by that you mean 14 years Gregorian calendar. So you add another 140 days. So he is 14 years old and plus 140 days, right? So Islamic lunar calendar. So if he is 15 years old, lunar calendar, then he's balik. And that although he didn't experience ihtilam and wet dream and so forth. So anytime now, you must tell him, bye, you better check properly every day. You Just now you'll see the map of Malawi there or something. And then he can perform Tarawih, everything. So the, if it's not Balik, then he can't perform Tarawih, nor for the father, nor for the mother. And remember, he can perform Tarawih for the children, because they're not Balik, he's not Balik, and so forth. But inshallah, that you'll make dua, he will become Balik. I got strong hope on that. Before Ramadan Mubarak starts. Yes, Imam Shafi and them say that even if he's not Balik and mature, then he can make Imamat, especially for Tarawih and so forth. So the Shafi'is will allow it, but Hanafis say no. Hanafis say, Al-Imam Udwaminun, the Hadith in Tirmidhi. The Imam will be held responsible, so therefore, it happened to me. Very interesting story. I see, yes, 
yesterday, before yesterday, somebody from overseas said, they say, Mufti Sahib, your stories, we love too much, we love it. So remember, I started Hifz in 68 by my Honorable Ustad, Hafiz Ibrahim Limalia, and 70 I finished. My family, nobody even knew. Beside my parents and my colleagues, I met Hafiz Yusuf Lambat today, mashallah, he was my colleague at that time. So remember that by Hafiz Limalia, and when I finished, then I remember Hafiz took his pen and wrote there. It was in Shaban, 1970, and the Hives and Hafsa wrote there and so forth. Then my father told Hafsa, now my son is Hafiz, he must make Tarawi. So we went to Mias Farm. And that was Hazrat Mufti Ibrahim Sanjalvi, who was a grand Mufti like of Transvaal. So I just wear my shirt and trousers and a topi and all that. Uh, and the old man, meaning he's old man, meaning Hazrat Mufti Ibrahim, great scholar of South Africa. So remember, he spoke something in Urdu, Gujarati. So I looked at my father and Ustad. I said, what is this man saying? I don't understand one word. So he said, this guy is still wet behind his ears. He don't understand anything. He can't perform Tarawi. You see? So my Ustad used to tell me, you must read Isha, Salat, first Salat at the back. Tarawi time, you must come in front and take out everybody's mistakes. I said, that's the best job. Nobody can take out my mistakes. I'm not the imam. So they used to get made with me. They just get stuck. I take out the mistakes. So they tell me, you don't even give us a chance. I say, but Afshab is there. Just now, I'll get hiding. Then what will happen? So they used to learn properly that you must remember this. So yes, those of you who are not Balik this year, Ramadan 1445, you cannot perform imamat according to the Hanafi school. But Shafi is humbly and them it's fine and remember you can make imamat for those who are the adults and seniors and so forth and if you want to be safe and you apply the Hanafi school then get the group of youngsters all 7, 8, 9, 10 11, 12 years old and let him make imamat there so mashallah you know children they can all make their own imamat the other time they'll play also but inshallah so remember that that can be done so never let them mustarawi you know, all my travels during Ramadan, I used to read eight rakats to the imam. As it is half what half, three quarters of the places, they read eight rakats. They in Latin America, Argentina, Brazil, and Chile, and Colombia, and all this, Bolivia, and Uruguay, Paraguay, all these countries. So people walk out, so I also walk out. So people ask me what you do. I say, no, I'm reading my own tarawi. Then I start my own tarawi, the last 12 rakats. I make my own khatam, one man, one vote. And I'm in front and my wife at the back. Even now it's like that, you must remember. So all of you who are hufas, remember that never ever let, tarawi, let Ramadan come and go and we never perform tarawi. That's the easiest way to forget your Quran, Allah forbid. Inshallah, Aziz, Hafiz, wife he will tell you tomorrow inshallah in the Q&A Monday night that uh, we do have a program scheduled before Ramadan inshallah so in March just a few days before Ramadan and one program the venue and all that still has to be confirmed but we're looking at venues that way we can have the program where there are many many hufas and most of them can benefit inshallah so anybody wants to host the program before Ramadan pre-Ramadan so you contact our half Wadi, mashallah, and tell him this masjid you must have generator inverter and you know inshallah all that because you know South Africa how it is now DC direct current AC alternate current ANC and, and no current yesterday they told us there's no load shedding suddenly we see this load shedding you must remember that that they'll come with a capacity story and all that we're just fed up of hearing all those words so anyway so that is where we stand now so Allah Jalla bless all the Hufas you the parents make sure your son your daughter prepares you must remember for Ramadan and Tarawi and remember you the teachers encourage I said daughters according to Shafi'is and them Hanbalis and them a lady can make Imamat Imam Abu Dawood brought a whole chapter Imamatun Nisa you must remember the hadith of Umm Waraka is mentioned and so forth Hanafis and then Maliki say no it's not permissible but Shafi'is Hanbalis so it's a flexible issue as far as the Shafi'is go and the Hanbalis go and so forth so 
So if you are following that, so mashallah, you can make the imamat and then you keep another lady behind you who can rectify you, but not looking inside the Quran Sharif by heart, remember that. So if they look inside and that, then remember Hanafis especially, they'll tell you the Salat breaks and that because of Amalekasi and Ta'alim, Ta'allum taking place. There's a lot of issues here. So inshallah, we will discuss all these type of issues as we go along. Father, my father passed away and his parents are also deceased. He has two surviving sisters, three sons and a wife. How should we distribute his estate? First and foremost, all you family members, you must remember that whether it's the wife or the children or the siblings, all of you should learn and read this dua abundantly. And all of us, I lost my father in 1982, my beloved mother in 97, but daily we think of them and we read Surah 14, Surah Ibrahim, Chapter 14, Verse 41, رَبَّنَا خِلِّي Oh, beloved Allah, forgive me. Forgive my beloved parents and the believers the day the reckoning is established. So we must remember that we all should try and do our level best. What what things our parents did for us. We can never ever repay them. At least make dua for them. Give out charity on their behalf. Allah. And when you make a lot of dua and you give out charity, suddenly you will see your father smiling with you. You will see your beloved mother smiling with you and she will look so beautiful, radiance emanating from her. You try it and see and see what happens. When a Muslim person passes away, you must remember first thing is burial funeral expenses. Second is the debts of the deceased, your personal debts, your corporate business debts, all must be paid immediately to the creditors. No waiting for 30 days and 40 days and 120. No, immediately you must start paying them. And third one is wasiya to what they bequeathed for none is, whether it was done orally or verbally or in writing, for none is, and whether it's a Muslim, non-Muslim. But remember, it must be organizations that are permissible, not some church or some brothel or some casino, and obviously that will be null and void. So then you fulfill that whatever that person had bequeathed, and then maximum one-third for none is, and fourth one comes to the shares of the is. So yeah, the father passed away. His parents are deceased. So who's left? So we have a wife. So the wife will get 12.5%. Then we have three sons. So then the remainder, 87.5%, will go to the three sons equally. Siblings, you must remember, the sisters or the brothers or whoever, for this for you, inna lillahi wa inna rajun. Always remember this. This is a 100% principle in the law of inheritance, the law of succession, the law of mirath. Whenever the mayit, the deceased, is survived by the son, the biological son, not adopted son and foster son and stepson, no, biological son, then the law is this, all the siblings, all the brothers, sisters of the deceased are deprived. So he will deprive them. Who? The son. He's so powerful, he deprives all siblings. When the person passes away and he or she, the maid, his or her, biological father is alive still. So not stepfather and foster father and adopted father and all, no the real biological father to who your lineage goes to. So you must remember he, that biological father, will deprive all siblings. This is a golden rule in the Islamic law of succession and it's 100%. There are no exceptions and exemptions regarding this law. The son is alive, all siblings deprive. Father of the deceased is alive, biological father, all deprived. So apply it here now. Father, husband passed away, he left the wife, left sons, and then that may it there. The father has got siblings, sisters, or brothers, or both, and so forth. So wife, 12.5%. Whatever he gave you during your lifetime, that's yours. But remember now, when he passed away, what belonged to him? We're speaking of that. After the introduction I gave you, burial, funeral expenses, deaths of the deceased, was see uh, maximum one-third of the net estate. Now you come to that, 
So 87.5% for the three sons equally. Yes, the son then after taking his share, he says, Oh, Ummi, oh, my beloved mother, I want to give it to you. So a portion of my inheritance or all of it, that's your prerogative, you can do that. But the law is this, that that 87.5% will go and be distributed to the three sons equally. Now you three sons, don't just take all the money and cars and flats and properties and then you forget your father. Ha, No, every day make special dua for your beloved father. Rabbana khfilli wa liwalidayya wa lilmu'minina yawma yaqoomul hisab. Ladies allowed to perform salah without a pants if they have a really long burqa. Not permissible. You must remember that if you got a long burqa, so if the lady is standing, right, and you got a long burqa, so how long the burqa will be? Till the knees or below the knees? So you, the ladies, when you go into sajda, so what's going to happen? And now you don't have a izar on. You don't have the trouser on underneath. So that same dress of yours, that burqa, that maxi dress of yours will come up. Your ankles will be exposed. Your calf and your shins will be exposed and all that. So finish your salat will be null and void already. So not permissible. That's one. And two, you must remember, remember this law. And for Shafi'is, Malikis, Hanbalis, it's compulsory upon you, the ladies, whether you're in Sama Hamas Kral or Hamas Kral, the Jutlas hold their Hamas, Hamas. They can't pronounce Hamas. They say Hamas. Hamas, Khanjela Hamors. They're giving you a good threshing, you Haramis. So you must remember whether you're in South Africa or South America or wherever. So you must remember is wajib compulsory when you perform Salat, you Shafi'i, ladies, Malikis, you must wear socks or stockings. If you read Salat without socks, stocking, your null is Salat is null and void. That is Shafi Malik Ambali. And the Dalil is very strong, the evidence they have. Wala yadribna bi arjulihinna liyu'lamama yukhfina min zinatihin. So Allah Ta'ala called the feet and so forth, the zina, the beauty and adornment and so forth. For you Hanafi ladies, remember it must have been good, but when you are in Makkah and that is compulsory upon you, you are right in Makkah performing tawaf and now your toes are touching that man there that man is tickling your toes and your heels and is right all that Quran Kareem states in Surah 22 Surah Hajj verse 25 you just make intention of deviation and oppression we will unleash a painful terrible horrible punishment you Hanafi lady should wake up a little bit you know you can't just be going just like that and all especially there in the Haramul Makki you must and should wear remember that your stockings or socks whatever you're comfortable with nevertheless now we are discussing you must remember the Izar Masla of the lady that should she wear it or not yes you should wear it especially this day so first you should wear stockings and socks I gave you majority scholars wajib compulsory Hanafis mustahab desirable next one you must remember that now you just go into sajda and the dress of yours comes up your salat broken according to everybody you must remember that so therefore it's not permissible especially in these days and this age yeah, you should wear a sign of haya and shame and modesty chapter 28 verse 24 verse 25 he enters Madian he doesn't know anybody there and he needs boarding lodging he needs everything basically a person needs basic humanities basic needs so remember he cries he begs he petitions Allah whenever we enter a town I read it today we entered there Crosby so I read Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min sharri ma khalaq Ya Allah whatever evil there is So you protect us Ya Allah And Rabbi inni lima anzalta ilayya min khairin faqir Ya Allah all the things we are muhtaj and dependent on You grant us that Ya Allah 
So always remember this, chapter 28, verse 24. So then he saw two honorable ladies, one side, they were the daughters of Nabi Shuaib, obviously he didn't know that. So he filled up their buckets in water. They went home earlier than expected. The father sent one of them back. Subsequently, she became the wife, you must remember, of Nabi Musa, Sayyida Safura, radiallahu How Allah Ta'ala describes her. فَجَاءَتْهُ إِحْدَاهُمَا تَمْشِي that her agate, G-A-I-T, her style of walking was filled with haya and shame and modesty. So bashful she was. Therefore, ulama and commentators wrote, al-haya rijali hasan. To have haya, shame and modesty in men is very good. But al-haya nisai ahsan. When women have haya and shame, then it is excellent and wonderful, wonderful quality. So that is the innate quality Allah gave a lady that she has that haya and shame and modesty and bashfulness and so forth. So now you know, when I was in Brazil, you know, Sao Paulo, so I remember I had to get a plane that same Friday or Saturday. We went for all this Ramadan lectures and so we went to this one masjid. Now there the men and women all Jermakar. What I mean Jermakar, they don't have no proper facilities. So they put a small fence, like about six inches, you know, the men will be in front and the woman at the back. So while we listening to the khutbah, there was one Arab sheikh, then Arabic he spoke, you understand? So then some commotion at the back. So I look at the back, so these ladies come in. So they got their trousers. You know, in our masjids here for the men, they have the jubba. You know, the jubba they have. So the people can wear that, like, you know, to cover. They don't read with short sleeves and so forth. So there they got trousers for the ladies. You understand? So those ladies come with their miniskirt and funny, funny clothing. They wear the ijar, kur, kur, kur. And then they read salat. And then in the masjid, they take the trousers out and back to miniskirt and they gone out. So now it's not something you want to see, but there was so much noise. We look back, you see they're putting on their trousers there inside the masjid and this. Thing. You know, it's a place got no shame. There, Brazil got more haramis than halal children. You must remember, there's more bees there than the children that are. You know, they got special schools for the bees, for the illegitimate children, and so forth and so on. So that's what happens. You must. So Islam teaches us haya and shame and modesty. Therefore, we will never encourage that that you read like that you must remember say no bow garmi luggage and all these type of things here so garmi only came to south africa now so it's very hot now so go makamadina is 50 degrees and all that so we must have that iman that haya hadith in bayhaki innal iman wal haya quran wa jamia when you have iman and you have shame and modesty there are two partners together idha rufiya ahaduhuma rufiya al akhar when one disappears, then the other one also disappears. Inshallah, we will now go for a break and then continue with the third segment after the break. I was a grapevine in Palestine.